All right, Courtney. So here we are well into January and we may be starting to feel some friction um, on our goal journeys already. Mm-hmm. Already it's happening. Yeah. Um, my question to you is what kind of tips or do you have any tips that you could share with us about how to overcome that or at least ease the way on the journey? Yeah, I, I think when you get to this point, some of that, like you said, maybe the enthusiasm is starting to wane. And I think if you've set up your goals well, you know, if you've used our smarter framework, it's not going to be easy. You know, it's going to take some extra focus. And at times it's hard. You know, it's again, if we could just do these things, we would have already done them, you know? And so what do we need to help carry us through those times where it's like, okay, you know, that new morning ritual with that, you know, workout that I was doing, you know, like I'm kind of getting, you know, just my willpower is starting to run out. And so I think today our goal is to give you some really tangible, practical ways to make your goals more visible. Again, part of the problem with goals is many times we come up with them, we may write it on a piece of paper somewhere, maybe, but then we forget about it. We lose focus on what the thing was that we were even trying to achieve. So the fact that our enthusiasm wanes is no surprise. And so I'm excited today to talk about, again, really tangible ways to help you have more visibility. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focused on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with my co-host, Courtney Baker. Happy Monday to you, Courtney. Happy Monday, Verbs. It's so good to be here with you. I love this time of year, this like natural, fresh start. It's just like everything feels good in January, except the weather. This is true, especially here where we are located down Absolutely. south. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I can I just say that um I'm hi, it's Nick. I'm pro <laughs> cold. I like cold weather until dinner on December twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. And then it can all go away. It, yeah. like January and February and even parts of March are miserable and I hate it. I am with you on this, Nick. I think if there was a location where it was actually, I, I feel like the temperature in Tennessee this time of year is actually nice. You know, it's like you get fall, you're kind of working yourself into a nice, mm. you know, cold December. And then all of a sudden in January, it started to work back towards spring. You know, like if March no. was January, I mean, no. what an idyllic world we would live in. I'm going to say this now, everybody, listeners, listen to me. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. It took me 30 eight years or something to realize that March is cold. And for one year, I figured it out. And then last year, I forgot. (laughs) And so so I was very, I was like, oh, you know, spring break is in March. You're supposed to be excited about it. But then it's always cold. It's rainy. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. March here's is soggy my, for sure. Here's my tip because y'all knew you know I'm gonna come with a hack for this one. This is why you always had to plan a vacation in January or February. Forget spring break. Forget summer. Go in January and February mm. and go somewhere warm. It is what you need. Trust me. All right. Okay. So let's talk about goal visibility. Uh, verbs, you want to kick us off? I do indeed. The matter of fact is we're talking about planning to go somewhere warm. You could use these tips to make sure you mark it down and keep it visible. <laughs> like uh, it. But one of the first questions uh, we want to uh, just clarify is question number one. What do we mean by goal visibility? Seems simple. But goal vis- visibility is just making sure that you're putting the goals that you're working on right now in places that you normally frequent, places where your eyes uh, would rest on, whether it be your phone, whether it be a bathroom mirror, places where you'll see them consistently and be reminded of the goals that you set. And hopefully those reminders will also set the triggers for the next steps that you would hope to accomplish. So it's literally just keeping your goals in front of your eyes physically. Again, this could be a multiplicity of places, your car, Uh, doors in your house, things of that nature. Okay. The second question we want to pose is why does it even matter? This whole thing about goal visibility. So seeing our goals, it's just going to keep them top of mind. Again, I mentioned this earlier. A lot of times we come up with goals and we never think about it again. And so this is really having it visible. It's just going to refresh your focus Keep that focus alive, especially when it starts to wane. Another thing is seeing our goals recalibrates our thinking and our day around what we've said matters most to us this year, what we're trying to achieve. It's easy to get sucked into just busy work or, you know, things that other people need and forget the thing that we've said we want to achieve for ourselves this year. Another thing is seeing our goals can even become a visual cue to take the next best step and keep moving moving forward. I'm always surprised when people set goals and they get stuck and it's just because they haven't, they're missing like a phone call that they need to make, an appointment they need to set, someone that they need to call and ask for advice about, you know, a coach to hire or, you know, a gym to try. Sometimes it's a small thing that people get stuck on. The last reason goal visibility matters is we can only act on what we remember. And this is, I've said this multiple times now, I think so many times we set goals for the year and then we just forget. We get to the end of the year and we're like, oh, I didn't have any goals this year. But you did. Uh, You just forgot. There's a long time. Like Verbs, the other day I was talking about a trip that my friend and I went on last January, I mean, last January, like 12, you know, 13 months ago. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like ages ago. Do you ever do that? You're like, if you actually try to think of something 12 months ago, it feels like a very long time. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, That happens all the time. I mean, especially when it's things that occur during the beginning of the year, when you're in that season of trying to ramp everything back up, you're trying to think about these goals and where you place them. So a lot of things that are attacking your, your your random access memory already. So to kind of go back and refer to it, you know, 12 months down the road, it's like, oh, yeah, that did happen within this, this mm-hmm. uh, you know, within a year ago. So. 
Question number three, what are simple strategies that you can use to increase goal visibility? And we alluded to this a little bit earlier in the first question, but wherever the normal things are to where you find yourself looking at, those are going to be some of the best places. Uh, or you can you can do things like create sticky notes again on your glass uh, bathroom mirror or on your refrigerator. Uh, you can frame them. A lot of people actually have designed goals that they've created that way they can frame them and set them on their desk or set them in their office. You can create wallpapers either on your phone or your laptops. When you open up your screen, you're reminded of those goals that you set. What about actual wallpapers also? I've never heard of that. That is excellent. <laughs> but wait, when you say that, are you actually designing the wallpaper with your goals on it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, like you, you said phone or laptop, but what about actual wallpaper? I mean, whoever does this. That's idea, a commitment for sure. That is a, a commitment. Somebody take this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put a hundred dollars towards this idea for someone. If you put this in your house and messages, I should say like the first one. What if like 500 people messaged me or like, look at this wallpaper. I <laughs> but here's the thing from a person who's put wallpaper up the old school way with the glue. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to swap that wallpaper out 12 months from now. But again, <laughs> if you are committed, by all means, if this helps you, keep them visible. If you have to design a 100%. wallpaper with your goals on it, get all the glue, get it printed, and put it on your wall, you better accomplish those goals. <laughs> I'll vote for that. I'll vote for that. People, here's the, here's the one that really fits in nicely to the to the full focus system as it is, is you can review your goals uh, during your workday startup ritual or even your weekly preview. So, Nick, do you have any goal visibility techniques that you find yourself using that are the most helpful for you? Okay, I don't have it right now, so okay. I'm sort of full of it. But in the past, <laughs> and it's, it feels like it, this might be hard to do, but I, it's not. There are online things you can do this with. As I made a list of my goals. I printed it. I like exported it as a PDF or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then there are websites online where you can take it and you can have the algorithm of the website scale it up. Yes. Like smart. So I took it and I scaled it up, I think twice. Then I took it to FedEx office. I still call it Kinko's, but I took it there. I had it printed out and I put it. I mean, it was like, it was like this big huge. and it was huge. Yeah. And I put it up here next to, next to my dad. That was last year's. Uh, set of goals. And that was really helpful. Now, I will say this, though, about that is if a goal has to change, which is going to happen, that life will happen. Yeah. You know, I've got a I have a, a baby coming very soon. And, you know, I might I'm planning for that, but perhaps things will change even with that in mind. Then I did find that I had an issue not correcting the poster. So I would change a goal, but for some reason yeah. I never changed. So then the poster started to feel like a monument to failure in some way. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so that actually is why I don't have it up this year. But I, okay. I do – I could have just reprinted it. It's not a big deal. It's very Okay, cheap. listen. Whoever does my wallpaper idea, okay, you also are going to have to have – you know, some like markers that you're willing to go over and update yeah. all of them because we do believe in quarterly review. So here's one real quick. If we just said, I'm going to write my, you know, my top three for the quarter. Mm. You can go to one of these, Nick, you just, you said this, it, it gave me this idea. So I'm giving you credit. Cool. Um, but if it's not good, then never mind what I just said. I'll cut it. But we'll, um, so you can design your own t-shirt with your goals on it and at the top of the t-shirt 
have the words ask me about and then boom, boom, boom. That's now you have built-in idea. accountability and visibility. Mic drop. We should give away a few of these shirts. Like, that would be so fun. Well, but I think what he's saying is to ask them, are you saying to have printed on? Yeah, basically we do a contest um, and then we draw three people that we will make them a shirt with their three votes With their three votes, yeah. For the quarter. All right. Because as (laughs) you put out 12. love it. We might Um, wear the shirt one time. How did they contact us, Courtney? Um, To get their prize. (laughs) And do you love how many things I've given away on this podcast with like no way for people to actually follow through? You know what? (laughs) Let's give away a Rivian, guys. Let's do it. Okay. Well, I I think the solution is we'll have we'll put a post on the Full Focus Planner community page. Yes. And we'll choose at random three people. Yes, I love this. Okay. There you go. Great. So some other things that I've done with goal visibility. First of all, I made my very first reel last month, guys. Okay. Look at me. All right, all right. On Instagram. Three years old, making a reel. Um <laughs> So, and I used the hack that one of our certified pros gave us about tearing out the first few pages. So you open to your goals in your planner. And I love that, especially if you use the coil, it's very easy to do that. A little harder when you have the other versions. Um, but also I want to say all of these are fantastic ideas and they work until they don't. So be mindful of like, Something is visible for a while and then your brain gets used to it being there Mm, and you've got to change it up. You know, even if it's on your mirror in one place and you just erase it and do it in a different color and a different, you know, location on your mirror to just give your brain a new thing, not to, uh, to see it. Cause I think so many times it just starts to blend in. So as you're thinking about visibility, think about changing it maybe every month you think of a different way to display your goals what if hear me out in your planner right now you went every three weeks or whatever and just wrote in change your goal location <gasps> it's a great idea there you go you don't have to think about it then you turn the page and you go oh it's time to move it to this side of the mirror mm-hmm. or it's time to do whatever or it's time to change wallpaper last one guys i know we did a uh, april fool's thing not too long ago but hear me out as well. Full focus socks. You have your mm-hmm. three goals for the quarter printed onto a pair of socks. You put those on in the morning time. Bada boom, bada bang. Constant reminder of your, uh, your three goals for the quarter right there. This is amazing. I actually think I like the socks even better than the shirt because it's like, you know, you got your shoe and you like a little surprise and then and people are going to be like, hey, what's written on your sock See? there? You See? don't even have to tell them to ask you. Nobody is not going to ask you <laughs> about what's going on with your sock there. All right, last one. Then we can move on to the full uh, I think to, to, wait, to wait, level up your focus. <laughs> wait, I do feel like I sh- uh, Blake's not here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost said R.I.P. <laughs> Blake's not dead, everybody. Blake is fine. He's fine. Uh, but Blake's not here, but I know what he would say here. We've all we've heard him say it before, is that, I don't know if he's still doing it, but in the past, he has actually written his goals out on a card and kept the card either in his wallet or in his pocket. Yes. And so that that's something that he can carry around and actually just like feel and remind him that they exist. I think that's a really nice idea. 
as well. well. Nick, so I that, to say that. But is that practical? I mean, we've got wallpaper over here. We got shirts. <laughs> we got socks. I mean, we're talking practical over here. You're right. Tattoos. Just get them tattooed on yourself. Okay. I, y'all know, Verbs, Nick and I, we love the weekly preview. Weekly preview all the way. In your weekly preview, one of the steps is to review your goals. But it's like a tiny, you know, it's just like a check box. But I just want to encourage you, do not skip that step. It is one of the, maybe the most important step in your weekly preview. So I just want to put a like, if I could get everybody's planner and like highlight it, you know, every week <laughs> to do that, to make sure you're reviewing your goals at that step in your weekly preview, it is really going to help you with this visibility. That's the most practical tip I can give you. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Hey guys, today I have my coworker and friend Erin Perry with us to talk quarterly preview. She is our chief experience officer at Full Focus and she knows her stuff when it comes to quarterly preview. So Erin, welcome to the show. I don't think you've, have you been on Focus on this? I have not been on Focus on this. So this is my first time on this podcast. I'm super excited to be here. That is hard to believe as many times as you have been over on our sister podcast, Business Accelerator, that you've never been over here to talk planner. I know. I've been waiting for my turn, Courtney. Well, here it is. Well, let's just get started. I mean, obviously, the quarterly preview is a big part of this full focus system. Do you have any tips, tricks? Like, How do you approach your quarterly preview? Well, I'll tell you what, the first thing that I'll say is I notice such a huge difference when I prioritize this and I actually do it. Um, I have found I had one quarter where I just didn't have enough time. I had so much on my schedule. It was one of those things where I went, I just don't have time to do this. And I massively regretted leaving out that piece. Um, I think for me, 
The biggest tip that I can give around the quarterly preview is all around accountability. So as I was sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, what? why is that such a game changer for me? And whether it's on the professional side or on the personal side, I make it a point to share my quarterly preview. So for me, that looks like sharing it with my EA and sharing it with my spouse on the personal side. And the reason for that is not only to be communicative and make sure I haven't left anything out or, you know, just help my brain moments, but it's really about accountability for me. I've found that if I don't tell someone else what I'm going to do, then I'm less likely to actually accomplish that. Whereas if I make it a part of ongoing conversations, I have that accountability partner that's helping to cheer for me, root for me, push me to get um, things done, and also to help me prioritize my time around things that I've identified. And that keeps me from going into firefighter mode where I'm just in the moment and not thinking strategically about what needs to be accomplished. Um, So I just find that that accountability is really, really helpful. So I think that those are some really, that is really helpful. And that totally resonates with me. I certainly find for people that have an executive assistant, you know, now might be a great time to turn to them and say, hey, I really want to prioritize these quarterly previews this year. Can you help me with that? Can you go ahead and get the times scheduled? Can you remind me? I'm telling you now it's important. Can you remind me of why I wanted to do that if I try to not do it? Um, really equip them to help you with that. But Erin, for people that may not, especially on the professional side, have an executive assistant that can provide a little bit of accountability when it comes to a quarterly preview, what would you recommend for everyone else? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I think you can do a couple of different options. Number one, you can share it with your boss. So likely everybody's got a boss unless you're a solopreneur. And then in that case, usually people have a mentor, even a friend, I think can help push you. The other thing that I advise people to do is even if it's another coworker, you can kind of create a cohort there in your uh, business and be able to all do it together and have accountability partners. That could even be your direct report you know, somebody that reports to you and you're saying, hey, hold me accountable to this. Uh, mm-hmm. That might be a good good way to do it too. But really, I don't think the who is as important as empowering that person to help keep you accountable to your goals. Yeah. I think that's one of the, you know, certainly wonderful things about full focus is you kind of naturally have um, other people around you that are doing a quarterly preview and speaking of people around you, Erin, it sounds like there's a party over there at the Full Focus office. Uh- <laughs> yes, we are laughing and having a good time over here at Full Focus today to start off the new year. That's right. But I, I think for those of you that are thinking like, oh, wow, that's just because y'all work at Full Focus. That totally doesn't have to be true. You can do this with anybody that uses the Full Focus planner, the Full Focus system, Um, Matter of fact, it really, honestly, you don't even have to use the full focus planner. You could just say like, hey, I want to do a quarterly preview um, and really think through my work. That might be a good way of, you know, bringing some people on if you're like, hey, they would really benefit from the planner, but just haven't, you know, gotten into it. That might be a great entry point. Okay, Erin, any hacks, things that maybe people haven't thought of 
when it comes to their weekly preview that they could try? Oh, goodness. Well, whether it's on the weekly or quarterly preview, Mm. something that I really think is important, and this is probably not new, but doing it on Fridays. I know a lot of people tend to do it on the weekends. For me, I have got to have that weekend time to shut off. And so what I prioritize every Friday on my calendar is just a quick last 15 minutes to look at my day and go all the way back from the beginning of the week, try to remember what happened and be really diligent about protecting that time. That helps me to be able to shut off and enjoy my weekend and actually make it restful. I find that that's a good almost self-care activity Mm -hmm. so that then I get the rest I need to show up as my best self starting on Monday and really avoid that Sunday scaries feel and, um, you know, hit the ground running in a productive way on Monday. I also find it helps me catch things that might be sneaking their way into my calendar that really aren't a priority. Um, And so catching those early enough to where I can adjust or somebody else can go to a meeting that I don't have to be in, in Mm -hmm. my place or or even that we could say, hey, do we really need that meeting or can we handle this in a quick like text message and be done with it? I think yeah. is a really, really powerful, powerful tool. Yeah. That's interesting too on the quarterly preview side, the idea of doing it on Fridays as well. What you're really saying is it doesn't have to be the actual last day of the month or you know, you really can make it work with, hey, why you take a take a Friday off. You know, that's uh-huh. something that I've utilized and found it incredibly helpful. It's Once you've put in a PTO request uh, for the day, it's hard to, you know, it's planned. It's like once you book a flight for a trip, the likelihood that you're going on that trip, pretty high at that point. We know what gets scheduled gets done, right? So making sure you get it scheduled and prioritized ensures that it will actually happen. So Courtney, before I go, the favorite part about the quarterly preview for me is looking at what do I want to improve? I'm a person who normally sees all of the problems first. And that's great for firefighting and solving problems. However, I won't focus naturally on the solution. I'll focus on the problem first. And so that question around what would you like to improve helps put me in the mindset of looking for the solutions instead of just focusing on the problems. And I find that to be really, really helpful in just getting me in the right mindset to approach my work. And um, that helps get me excited about the work in a different way where I'm not feeling dread about all the problems that surround me. I'm feeling empowered about, hey, I know what the solutions are going to be to these problems. And I can get started on the work and make more progress in a meaningful way without feeling weighed down. Mm -hmm. That's so helpful. And I think that small mindset shift, I think the results that you start to get from that are astronomically bigger than if you're just like, let's list all the problems, you know, those problems are a dime a dozen. It's the solutions that are the real valuable pieces in a business and and in life, in everyday life. That's it. In my personal life, if I'm thinking about what can I do to be a better parent instead of what are all the problems that I'm trying to solve as a parent or what can I do to be a better spouse and where can I make improvements? I think that's really, really 
powerful. I've even used it to think about how do I deepen friendships with people? Mm -hmm. How do I show up as a better friend in the day to day? And I think keeping that tension too between your professional and personal and making sure it's balanced. I also really love that that's included in the quarterly preview because it helps you show up as a whole person. And honestly, that's going to lead to you being happier and more fulfilled at the end of the day. Erin, thank you so much for joining us today. It was so great to have your wisdom and thoughts on the quarterly preview. And I can't wait to have you back on Focus on This another time. Yeah, let's do it again soon. All right, today's tip to level up your focus. Write the goals you're working on right now on a piece of paper and post them somewhere that you will see them every day. This is going to help your visibility and help you remember the things that you've committed to accomplish. Hey guys, in case you missed it and you're like, goals, I haven't done it, I'm behind, I guess 2023 is over. Uh, you're totally wrong. It's not too late to get our full focus goal setting course. Now is the perfect time to work through your goals for 2023. I promise it's not too late. You can get that course at fullfocus.co slash goal setting. I say every year, I can't even imagine using the full focus planner without going through this course each year. I promise it's going to make that big of a difference for you. Go check it out. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends and don't forget to leave us a review. It's a great way to help us grow the show and expand the people listening to it. And don't forget, we have our Full Focus Planner community where you can win things like wallpaper and socks and t-shirts. All the things. Uh, We'll be back next week with another great episode. Until then... Stay Stay focused. focused. That was was probably the best one yet. Boom. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.